as I that was quick. <laughs> Praise the Lord. May God change your name. I said, may God change your name. I told you last week that you can be close to a dam and lack power. And someone is in New York and they are connected to the dam and they have power. I just say that name, whatever I said, I don't know why I said it. But the minute I said it and someone said they meant something left my chest and poo, hit that person. So when we prophesy, take no prophecy for granted. Praise the name of the living God. I said, may God change your name. May God give you a new name. May God give you a new name in the name of Jesus. I said, may God change your name from poverty to prosperity. From failure to great success. May God change your name from blindness to open eyes in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. Before I go into preaching tonight, I just want to remind everybody about the Women of Solution International Conference. Hallelujah. It's going to take place in here. We are expecting so many people. Hallelujah. We are expecting so many. We are going to break the capacity of this building by the grace of God. In Jesus' mighty name. So next week, you're going to do me a favor. Come next week, you're going to do me? You're going to be seated by exactly 7.30. Please. So that we can get out of here because we have a long weekend ahead of us. So if rely, you don't keep time. The, 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 the people coming in for the conference won't keep time. Praise the name of the Lord. So you need to lead by example. Be here at the exact time so that we can kick off on time and finish in time and continue enjoying this conference until we are impacted with all the fresh fire to finish the assignment in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. So if you haven't shared the flyer, please go share that flyer. Hallelujah. Everybody, put it up, lay it upon yourself at least to invite at least a minimum of five people, each one of you. How many of you are going to invite? Or oh, you haven't invited nobody. You want a fresh fire all by yourself. Ministry is corporate work. It's not a one-man assignment. Hallelujah. So put up your hand if you're going to invite your friends, your family, your neighbors, your relatives. Hallelujah. Shoot them that flyer. Praise the name of the Lord. Some of you are saying, we are praying for people to come, but listen. Hannah was praying for a child, but the Bible says it was until she went back home and she knew her husband. That's when the Lord remembered her. So we also have a part to play. Don't just pray, pray, and do not act. You need to exercise and act upon your faith. Tell your neighbor, act upon that faith you have. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. So it's going to be a glorious and gorgeous time in the presence of God. May none of you miss out. We told you way ahead of time so you can free your schedules just this weekend to be in the presence of God. I don't know if we have t-shirts ready tonight. Do we have t-shirts? Hallelujah. So Rivers of Life Assembly, you, you buy your t-shirt first. On Saturday, tell your neighbor on Saturday, the dress code is the t-shirt and a jean. Hello, elder. I say the jean. This elder has jeans already. He doesn't need to go shopping. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Tell your neighbor that dress code on Saturday is a t-shirt and jeans. You can wear any, pa any, any pair of pants or a skirt, but the dress code is the t-shirt. Hallelujah. The Wasi t-shirt. Hallelujah. We have a new logo. Hallelujah. We have a new logo. I want you to forget about the old one. We have a, everything is upgraded right now because we have decided to go international. Hallelujah. As, the, as per the Lord's calling. Hallelujah. Do you see this t-shirt? Hallelujah. So, ladies, you'll be wearing this T-shirt on Saturday. Hallelujah. This is size small. Hallelujah. And the gents, by the grace of God. Yellow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the gent, all the, all the gentlemen, you're going to wear yellow. We just thought it possible that uh, you not look good in pink. Pink is for ladies. Two ladies. Two ladies like hallelujah. So we are making our gentlemen who are coming to support us in Weso, in, in Wasi come in a special way. Hallelujah. So this is the t-shirt for the gentlemen. Please, uh, you can go right there. And Wasi, please also understand that Wasi has been permanently severed from Rolai. Hallelujah. We are affiliated to Rivers of Life, but we are now an independent ministry of women. Hallelujah. So you can look us up. You can look us up at the Women of Solution, intl.org. You'll find us on the website. Hallelujah. And we are, we are having our own cash app. And if you're writing checks to Wasi from this moment forth, you write Women of Solution International. Or you write Wasi. Hallelujah. And then there is a Zelle number. The number is not the same as Rivers of Life. Hallelujah. So everything has changed. It's an independent women's ministry. Please get that straight. So when you're giving in WOSI or you're donating or you're sowing seed towards WOSI conference, please write, write on your checks, Women of Solution International. Hallelujah. Or you can just go to the website and use Zelle and use Cash App and all those things. They'll be up right now. Hallelujah. So who wants to take these t-shirts? Bethel? How much are you paying for it? 50? How much? No, no, no. The gospel is free, but that means are not. No, it's done. Yeah. Hallelujah. So all the t-shirts can go there. You can buy it for more just to support the conference. Hallelujah. So we've given you first the T-shirts so that uh, the guests, by the time they receive their T-shirts, you already have your T-shirts ready. Timothy, are you ready to get your T-shirt? Hallelujah. Happy birthday, Timothy. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Happy, happy. How old have you turned, Timothy? 19. So those of you who have been thinking he's a ball player, he's 30. Please, please, the boy is just 19. Give him some time. Praise the Lord. Happy birthday. May the Lord shine his light upon you and show you shalom, his peace in Jesus' mighty name. God is a good God. The shirts are $30, but if you want to pay more, you are welcome to do so. Hallelujah. 
If you, ca if you don't have cash on you, there is a credit card WOSI machine that you can use in Jesus' mighty name. So tonight, I want us to move forward. Lord, we want to thank you for tonight in the mighty and matchless Jesus. I bring everybody under the auspices of the Holy Spirit and under the covering of the blood of Jesus. Lord, we pray, oh God, that even as your word goes forth tonight, showcase your power. Seize and freeze the forces of darkness in operation. Whatever power is trying to fly over this building, my God, may it be arrested by the fire of the Holy Spirit and may it crash and perish in the mighty name of Jesus. We come under the blood of Jesus and I pray even as your word goes forth, my God, may it be unopposed and unhindered in Jesus' mighty name. Let the power in the name of Jesus showcase itself in our midst tonight in Jesus' powerful name and everybody say amen so tonight i want to speak from a subject just briefly and then we are going to be praying hallelujah i want us to be out of here by one o'clock but i want us to tarry in prayer hallelujah i need someone to read for me the bible so quickly so we get out of here and i'm going to speak from the subject popular in heaven but unpopular on earth popular in heaven but unpopular on earth. And our first scripture reading is going to be Jeremiah 20 from verse 1. Jeremiah 20. Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 1. Now Pasha, the son of Emma, the priest who was also chief governor in the house of the Lord, heard that Jeremiah prophesied these things. Then Pasha struck Jeremiah the prophet and put him in the stocks that, that were in the high gate of Benjamin, which was by the house of the Lord. And it happened on the next day that Pasha brought Jeremiah out of the stocks. Then Jeremiah said to him, The Lord has not called your name, Pasha, but Mago Misabib. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends, and they shall fall by the sword of their enemies, and your eyes shall see it. I will give all Judah into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall carry them captive to Babylon and slay them with the sword. Moreover, I will deliver all the wealth of the city, all its produce and all its precious things, all the treasures of the kings of Judah I will give into the hand of the enemies who will plunder them, seize them, and carry them to Babylon. Verse 6, And you, Pasha, and all who dwell in your house shall go into captivity. You shall go to Babylon, and there you shall die and be buried there, you and all your friends to whom you have prophesied lies. Verse 7, O oh Lord, you induced me, and I was pursued. You are stronger than I, and I have prevailed. I want to reread verse 7. O oh Lord, you induced, induced me, and, and I, I was persuaded. persuaded. You are stronger, stronger than I, I and, and, you I have. And, and have prevailed. Mm -hmm. But I am in derision daily. Everyone mocks me. Verse 8, everyone. Verse 9, everybody. Then I said, I will not speak mention of him, nor speak any more in his name, 
but his word was in my heart like a burning fire, shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding it back, and I could not. Continue, Sarah from verse 10. For I heard many mocking, fear on every side. Report, they say, and he, we will report it. All my acquaintances watched for my stumbling, saying, perhaps he can be induced. Then we will prevail against him, and we will take our revenge on him. Verse 11, everybody. But the, but the Lord, Lord is, is with me as a mighty, terrible one. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and will not prevail. They will greatly be ashamed, for they will not prosper. Their everlasting confusion will never be forgotten. But, O oh Lord of hosts, you who test the righteous and see the mind and the heart, let me see your vengeance on them, for I have pleaded my cause before you. Verse 13. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the poor from the hand of evildoers. Cursed be the day in which I was born. Let the day not be blessed in which my mother bore me. Let the man be cursed who brought news to my father, saying, A male child has been born to you, making him very glad. And let that man be like the cities which the Lord overthrew and did not relent. Let him hear the cry in the morning and the shouting at noon, because he did not kill me from the womb, that my mother might have been my grave, and her womb always enlarged with me. Why did I come forth from the womb to see labor and sorrow, that my day should be consumed with shame? May God bless the reading of his word in Jesus' mighty name. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to speak from the subject popular in the heavens, but unpopular on earth. The word popular means well-liked. The word popular means famous. The word popular means you are well-liked. There are so many people who are so well liked here on earth, but it doesn't mean they are popular in the courts of heaven. So we just looked at the life of a man called Jeremiah. This man was born a prophet. The Bible says in Jeremiah 1.5 that before I knew you, I formed you a prophet. Before even your mother conceived you, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet. This was a man who was born with destiny. He was a man that was born with greatness. I want everybody to read that scripture. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. In other words, this man's birth was not a mistake. But what you just read in chapter 20, it's came when he regretted his birth and he cast the day he was born and cast the messenger that took the message to his father about his birth. I thought men who are born with a destiny don't go through certain things. The reason why Jeremiah was going through all that he was going through is because of his popularity in the presence of God, because of his popularity in the courts of heaven. When you are popular in the courts of heaven, expect to be unpopular in the earth realm and settle with it. Don't fight to make yourself loved and liked and accepted. Because friendship with the world is enmity with God. 
So don't be surprised that a man like Jeremiah ordained, ordained from the womb as a prophet. He is going through what he's going through. Then what about some of us? We don't even know our origin. If a man like Jeremiah can cast the day he was born, how much more some of us? Praise the name of the living God. But why is Jeremiah regretting his coming? Why does he regret it? It's because of the intensity of the ministry upon his shoulders. Let me tell you something. This ministry of the prophetic is nice. But let me tell you something. It can be fought. You will be persecuted. The man was persecuted. The man was mocked to the extent that he no longer wanted to prophesy. But let, let me tell you something, children of God. Too late, the fire of God had already engulfed his bones. Every time he tried to hold back the word of the Lord. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29. But the word of the Lord was like a fire. Shut up in his bones. It was like a fire. There are some of you. You want to quit ministry. You want to quit prayer. You want to keep quit, quit everything pertaining to God. But something in you keeps on forcing you to come in his presence. Even when things are not working out. Even when there is so much witchcraft. Even when there is so much opposition. Even when there is so much persecution. You keep on coming in the house of God. Let me tell you something. It is because there is a fire. Tell your neighbor unquenchable fire. The fire of God is unquenchable. There are some of you who would like to quit the choir. But there is a fire that keeps bringing you back. That fire drags you back. And let me tell you something. If you don't carry that fire, come on Friday. We are going to begin loading. We are not loading anything else, but we are loading fire. It's a conference of fresh fire. I know you received fire before, but you need fresh fire in order to finish the assignment. So this man, Jeremiah, had it not been for the fire locked up in his bones, do you see that he would have given up? He feared to prophesy. Why did he fear to prophesy? Every time he prophesied, he was threatened. Some people even slapped him. When people come to an extent of attacking you physically, know that you have damaged them intensely in the realm of the spirit. So this man, the Bible says, the son of the priest even slapped him. Some of you are going to be slapped for the sake of ministry. You are popular in heaven. You hear from the throne room. But on the earth, people want nothing to do with God. They want things that, that excite them. Ex Jeremiah was not an exciting prophet. He was an authentic prophet. I want to submit to somebody. Quit listening to the exciting prophets and listen to the authentic prophets. Tell me what I don't want to hear as long as it's from the Lord. Tell me what I hate the most, but as long as it's from the Lord. Tell me to forgive my enemies. It may hurt a little and aggravate me a little bit. But as long as it's from the Lord, I'll take it. I'll take anything from the Lord. But let me tell you something. Woe unto the exciting prophets. Don't give me your exciting prophecies. Just to make me feel good. Just to cause me to sow a seed. Because when people, people are financially stranded, they begin to give prophecies so people can sow. May I not become one of the ones in Jesus' name. That is why it is good sometimes for preachers to have another source of income. 
It will protect you from defilement, pollution, and contamination. Everything that has taken down the other preachers, it will not take you down because you are financially stable on your own. The devil can't buy you. Praise the name of the living God. Many preachers have been bought. They are no longer preaching, preaching what heaven is saying. They are preaching what the people want to hear. Why? Because they are looking for something from the pockets of the people. Praise the name of the living God. I am not, even if you don't give me, I am blessed. Amen. Keep it to yours. I am blessed. Amen. Thank God I am. Tell your neighbor I am blessed. This night when she was sharing, she was sharing. God was telling me, I want to bless these people, but they got to vow. They need to enter into a covenant with me. How many of you, how many of you want, can go to a car, to a car dealership, and you drive out a brand new car, beautiful, without signing an agreement? How many? How many car dealerships can do that? They just trust you, you know, take it. As long as you pay every seventh of the month. No, you got to sign. You have to enter into an agreement. You have to enter into a contract. Praise the name of the Lord. They don't just trust you with their goods like that. How do you think that God is going to trust you with his anointing and his wealth without you first covenanting? God was waiting for Hannah to covenant, enter into a covenant with God. If you give me a male child, I will give him back to you to serve you. Some of you, God is waiting for you to make a vow. I see a cloud of money on many people's heads. But you are you not yet committed to giving in the ministry. You are committed to buying more makeup. You are committed to buying more clothes. You are committed to changing cards. Be committed to do the work of the ministry. And then God will trust you with his finances. Somebody you need to be committed. Thank you for your commitment in the mall. Thank you for your commitment in Macy's. Thank you for your commitment in Nordstrom. Thank you for your commitment in DSW. Thank you for your commitment on all those websites where you shop all day. Praise the name of the Lord. God wants you to be committed in the house. Tell your neighbor, be committed in the house. I see a cloud. Financial clouds. But one thing God is waiting on you is to make a commitment. Is to enter into a covenant with him. When you enter into a covenant with the car dealership, when you enter into a contract and an agreement, that's when you can drive out that car and say, this is my car. But as long as you don't sign those papers, it is not your car. So even God is telling some of you, you need to enter into a covenant with me. I have so many, many mind-blowing blessings. Some of you, you've stayed on the same level because they poisoned you. They poisoned you. Some of you used to give. They poisoned you. Don't you see the car pastor is driving? It's his hard work, not your hard work. Go work. Praise the name of the Lord. Go. Tell your neighbor, go work. The Bible says anybody who will not work will not eat. Go labor. Otherwise, if you don't enter into a commitment, you're going to see people enlarging in your very own face. You say, this one just came to the church. How come she has expanded? She has increased on every side. Why? Because she is not wasting time. She came, she came here to mean business with God. She did not waste time making a covenant with God. That is why every door is swinging open. That is why the heavens are open. Why? Because she is not wasting time making a commitment and a covenant and an agreement with the Lord. 
tell your neighbor, stop wasting time. Hannah went around her miracle for a long time. Hmm? Praise the name of the living God. Until she got it right. And she said, God, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Some of you, the things you're asking God to do for you, what is he going to benefit out of it? Except you becoming arrogant and even getting out of church. He is tired of the users. He's looking for kingdom builders. Praise the name of the living God. He's looking for kingdom builders. Tell your neighbor, become a kingdom builder. So we see this man, Jeremiah, he's frustrated. When you are popular in the heaven's gates, you are unpopular in the earth realm. Expect unpopularity. That is why some preachers, they have so many unpopular names. Anointing is good, but it comes with its challenges. If you're expecting to carry the anointing and not experience any challenge, you are wrong. Even the people who are born sanctified from the womb, they experience challenge. So we see this man, Jeremiah, first of all, he is slapped. When you speak the truth, expect tribulation. Because some people rather, would rather clap their hands to lies than celebrate the truth of the gospel. As long as it's from God, it may not be nice. It may not excite me, but as long as it is from God, that is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a message to make me feel good, to excite me. To go to bed feeling all nice, you know, God is going to work it out for my good. You know, he is going to turn the tables around in my favor. Praise the name of the Lord. God will not turn around the tables in your favor if you don't get rid of the accursed objects in your home. Thank you for all your sowing money. But it's until, tell your neighbor, it is until. You get rid of every accursed object. An item in your home, in your possession, that then you'll experience the wealth from above. God cannot mix what is divine with what is demonic. He cannot. He's waiting for you, all that money that you got from the devil to empty your bank account so he can give you his money. Yeah. Some people's bank accounts have got to go empty. They have to go what? Empty. Because some of you, the source of your wealth is not correct. It is not correct. It's that money you send to Africa so they can put on the evil altar, so they can dig around the grave so you get blessings. That is not the God-given blessing. God's blessings are holy. So if that's what God is saying, it's not exciting to me. It doesn't seem like good news, but listen, it is what is going to save you. It is what is going to save you. So I may be unpopular. They may call you names. Jeremiah was called names. Praise the name of the Lord. And when your ministry is authentic, they can put you in stocks. In other words, they imprison you. They discredit everything you say. They are trying to make your ministry on earth unpopular, but in heaven, your ministry is popular. So the ministry of Jeremiah was popular in heaven. He was connected to the throne room. 
There are people who are connected to the throne room that they have silenced in the earth realm. Because people are looking for exciting messages. Praise the Lord. Feel good messages. In the last days, they shall heap up preachers for themselves. They shall do what? Heap up preachers for themselves. They They will have an itching ear. And their hearts will be hard. Praise the name of the Lord. So if you're one of the ones and you have an itching ear, let me tell you something. If God is one, I said if God is one, and I know he is, if you come to Rivers of Life Assembly and he's saying repent, every other place where you'll go, if they hear God, they'll tell you the truth that you need to repent. Praise the name of the Lord. That you need to do what? You need to repent. If God is in this place and he tells you humble yourself, humble yourself, it doesn't mean look for another church. If that church is really serving God, you'll find that it will be the same message. Because our God is not the author of confusion. So stop running from place to place looking for a nice prophecy that will make you comfortable in your sin, and in your idolatry. Stop looking for preachings that are going to make you feel good in your immorality. Stop looking for preachings that are going to make you feel good in your robbery. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to submit to all of you, look for teachings and look for prophecies that are going to challenge you to live a holy life. Prophecies that are going to challenge you to cry unto God for holiness. To cry unto God that you may qualify. That you may be found worthy. That you may be spared. Because some people are so puffed up. Some people are so puffed up. They've given them prophecies. You'll be mighty. You'll go to the nations. Hannah was carrying this greatness, but it, it was until she got it. Some of you, you have those prophecies on your heads, but you haven't yet got it. That is why manifestation is many years away from you. And some of you feel like you're so close. You're not yet close. It's until you get the equation. Tell your neighbor, it's until you get the equation. So get the equation. Get the equation. Praise the Lord. Elijah was unpopular on the earth realm, but he was popular in heaven. I want you to open 1 Kings 18, everybody, 17. 1 Kings 18, 17. So do not strive to be popular among men. Popularity among men is worthless. It will not help you. Popularity among men will puff you up. Popularity among men will bring you pride. First Kings chapter 18, verse 17. Then it happened when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said to him, Is that you, O troubler of Israel? Look at how Ahab is calling Elijah a troubler of Israel. He's shifting the blame to the man of God. 
When there is a famine, they ship the blame to the man of God. They ship the blame to the anointed. Was really Elijah the troubler of Israel? Elijah was never the troubler of Israel. Ahab was the troubler of Israel. He's the one who brought the prophet Sobal. He's the one who married the wrong woman called Jezebel and brought Israel into idolatry. I pray that none of you will marry wrong in the mighty name of Jesus. That you will not marry a woman who will introduce you to strange gods and strange habits. Some of you are fine. You are God-fearing until you married Jezebel. Until you married a woman who introduced you to the fake anointings. Praise the name of the Lord. You used to fear the Lord until you married that woman. You used to pray too much until you married that woman. You used to fast a lot until you married that woman. Hello. Don't expect to marry the devil. And go find God. That is why I pray for you not to marry wrong. In the mighty name of Jesus. Listen to this statement. You know, there are some people, you are Christians. And listen to me, some single girls in here. You still have a chance to make it right. Some people don't have a choice. It's too late. They sign, they are in a covenant. You are not yet bound. So let me speak to you. So some of you have the habit of saying, let me marry him because he's nice. As long as a man doesn't have Christ, there's nothing nice about him. Nothing. Let me ask you a question. When, when a man doesn't have Christ, who is his parents? The devil. You don't want to answer me, but you know. It is the devil. And when you get married, do in-laws come and visit? Do in-laws come and visit? So who is your in-law? So just expect that he will visit any minute, any time. Don't deceive yourself. Paul was right in the book of Corinthians when he said, marry but only in the Lord. Marry but only in the Lord. So if you marry a man or a woman, hallelujah, and, and what? They are not in Christ. Who is your father? No, who is your father you would have born against? Who is your daddy? Yahweh is our father. Jehovah is our father. Adonai is our father. So even those people in the world, they have a father. And their father is the father of lies. So once you marry from the world, expect your in-law to visit. And guess who your in-law is? You don't want to hear this. this, this these are the unpopular things I'm talking about. They're unpopular. But yet they are the real things that are going to help you to make heaven. They are the things that are going to make you sharper in the gospel and in the will of God. These unpopular things I'm talking about. These are the unpopular things. You know? When you speak the truth, the world doesn't like it. So if you marry from the world, the world has a father. If the father is not Christ then the father is the devil and expect him to visit that marriage. Every now and then, any time he wants, by the way, he will visit. Sometimes he will visit with infidelity. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah, when he visits, he says, you know, Wilson, God forbids. 
<laughs> Didn't you see that bam bam? It was bigger than carols. Your father is speaking. Your father is what? He's speaking and he's advising you. Did you see how she twists her hip? Do you see how she walks? Don't you want to test those waters as well? Blood of Jesus. I'll let that sink in. May you not sell your destiny. What about the other one? Did you see the size eight? Did you, did you see that the waist was so small? Did you see how she rolled her eyes? Don't you want to follow her as well? And because you listen to your father, your head. Mm. When God speaks, do we respond? We just say, yes, Lord. So even in their camp, when their master speaks the devil, they say, yes, devil. Praise the name of the Lord. So here we see Elijah being blamed for what is in Israel. But he was not the right person to blame. But the reason the blame is on Elijah is because he's carrying an authentic ministry. He is carrying what they call authentic grace, authentic anointing. When people carry fake anointings, they clap for them. They have TV programs. They have big followers. Who told you that they were to heaven? Who told you that the way to heaven has a big gate? The Bible, the last time I checked, the Bible says it is narrow. Some of you don't comprehend it. You see everyone following and you just go following. No, I, I don't operate like that. I have to scrutinize and say, huh? where are we going? Where is he leading us? Where is his grace coming from? Because we, 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 we have become victim of many fake miracles. One time, listen to these children of God. One time, there was a man of God in this house. Listen to this story. He was in this house. He got connected to some people. I'm going to tell you this story. So when he got connected to some people, one of them told them, I even had HIV and I got healed. Praise the Lord. I got HIV and I what? I got healed. So this man got excited. They brought the lady to even share on the pulpit here. Praise the Lord. And listen, it was a fake testimony. It was a what? A fake testimony. And this man was already excited. After some time, that same woman who was saying she had gotten healed from HIV misled him to go and start a church. Where is he? The devil can set up people. May you, may you not be the next one. When people give you a testimony, try to validate it. Take your time to do what? Validate it. The last time I had, the woman was in mass general dying of HIV. I said, where did she get it? She stood on the pulpit. Some people are not afraid to stand on a pulpit and declare truth, and uh, declare lies to people. Give fake testimonies. So don't be carried away. Oh, she got HIV. She's carrying grace. Which grace? Authenticate that miracle. Please authenticate it. Don't just follow deception is on high level. You stand on the pulpit and you give a fake testimony that God healed me of HIV when it's still in your blood, 311. 
And you're misleading people. You are misleading people. This woman misled people. Today, when they admitted her and the whole world knew she has HIV, I've never heard her speak again. I've never heard her do what? Speak again. Your work shall be tested by fire. If you are not healed, you don't need to stand here and tell us God healed me. Hello? Say, I am believing God for your healing. We will not condemn you. Brethren, I'm believing God. I'm healthy, but I am believing God. Faith is good, but faith does not deny truth. Or faith doesn't dispute facts. I saw a man of God one day in a crusade fighting with a pastor's wife. Praise the Lord. He got off the pulpit and went to a pastor's wife and said, you have cancer. This woman said, no, I don't. And the man of God said, I heard the voice of God tell me in my ear, you have cancer. And the woman said, no, I don't have it. And this went on for 40 minutes. Because the man of God knew and he knew. Let me tell you, children of God, there are people who know and they know when God speaks. I know and I know and I know when God speaks sometimes. There was somebody, we were in worship here in this church not long ago. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me clearly. This man is going to be in trouble. He is doing this and this. I called Pastor David, took him to his office. And we called that man. And the man denied. And the man did what? Denied. But listen, I was starting to get aggravated because I knew and I knew and I knew in my knower that God had spoken to me. So the man called his wife. And when he called his wife, I told him, the Lord has told me what this man is doing. The, the wife looked at the husband. The husband looked at the wife. And I asked him, I asked her, does he do it? She said, no. And you know, the lawyer in me started to pop out. And Pastor David was like, no, we are not in courts of law. They're not being prosecuted. Please, 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 please. This is, not a this is not a court of law. If they say no, that is okay. Just leave them. Praise the name of the Lord. I was driving from Boston that very same week. Th that was Sunday. Wednesday, the wife called me crying. Pastor, I'm sorry I lied. <laughs> he is doing all those things and I am so miserable. Never lie in the presence of God. Ananias died. Ananias died. In this place, the Holy Spirit is here. When he reveals your sin, I know you're going to get ashamed before all these people, but be ashamed before these people and gain the, gain the presence of God. These people can't do nothing for you. And they're all going to go back to their home and they're going to sleep. But you, who lied in the presence of God, you may not survive. Ananias and Sakira, Acts chapter 5, they lied. When, they, when you are in the place where the ministry of the Holy Spirit is mighty, don't play your games. When God reveals you're doing sorcery, repent. Don't, don't try to look good before men and be ugly before the Lord. I'd rather be unpopular before men, but popular before God. 
So this man, let's go back to that man. Does that story speak to somebody? In the presence of God, you don't lie. Say it to your neighbor, in the presence of God. Tell no lies. It is that it is. Sometimes God wants to deliver people, but they, they, they are not accepting their bound. And he will not force deliverance on you. As long as you don't accept that you are bound. Only those who accept that they need a doctor are treated. Because when the doctor is treating them, they will not be fighting him. When he's injecting him, they will not be kicking him. Some of you, Jesus wants to treat you, but you're kicking him. You're telling him, no, Lord, you're mistaken. God is telling you, 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 you have a disease called jealousy. No, Lord, me, I'm not jealous. I yeah, wish it good for everybody. <laughs> I am so nice. You are not only nice in your own eyes. God wants to treat you so that you can be fit for the kingdom. But some of you are kicking. Some of you are hiding. You are denying. What game? Don't play games in the house of God. It's going to cost you. When your sin is pointed out, simply humble yourself and say, yes, Lord, clean me up. I'm a mess in this area. I am a mess. Some of you can't accept that you were a total mess. And the hand of God is standing afar off instead of coming closer to fix the mess and turn it into a message. Hello? So Ahab, the reason why Israel is in captivity, is telling the man of God, you are the troubler of Israel. How many people are accusing anointed people because of their mistakes? When they begin to point fingers at you, just know you have zeroed in on them. Elijah had zeroed in on Ahab and Jezebel. And he had shut the heavens over Israel in 1 Kings 17. And now they started to point fingers at Elijah, I am not responsible for your mischief. You're responsible for your own personal mischief. Fix it yourself. So what does Elijah say? What does Elijah say when Ahab says, you the troubler of Israel? What did he say? What did Elijah say? Verse 18, and he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have, in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and have followed the bows. Now therefore send and gather all Israel to me on Mount Carmel and 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. Verse 20, so Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together. Praise the name of the living God. You can pause mm -hmm. right there. So this man is saying, you are the troubler of Israel. Yet Ahab is the troubler of Israel. Tell your neighbor, I am not your troubler. You are your own personal troubler. I am your, uh, tell them I am not your problem. You are responsible for your own problems.
So look, heaven looks at Elijah as a prophet of fire. But look at how the kings of this world are looking at Elijah. They look at him as a troublemaker. I am not a troublemaker. You were the troublemaker. You who went and consulted strange gods. You who is offering, offering, uh, offering uh, sacrifices to the idols instead of offering sacrifices in the house of God. Why don't you have a sacrifice every Friday but you have sacrifices for the idol? Praise the name of our Lord. I'm not responsible for your shaky Christianity. I preach the raw word of God here. I say it as it is. If you choose to do otherwise, it is you, not me. Praise the name of the Lord. And I've noticed many people who point at pastors when they are preaching, they, they become victims. They become, and after they become victims, they become silenced. The pastor was preaching, you were there laughing, you were there taking the message for granted. Instead of soaking in the message. Tomorrow you're going to commit the same mistakes God is warning you about today. And guess who you're going to blame? You, get, you blame the pastor. You blame the church. Stop blaming the church. Look in your life. If you made a mistake, hallelujah, look in your life. Stop pointing fingers at the pastor at the church. Elijah had done nothing. That caused Israel as a nation to go into captivity and to experience a famine. He was only looking for an opportunity to restore the fear of God in Israel. And that is the, the only problem I have committed. Or oh, that's the only, maybe, what you call something bad that I have done in your life. Is to bring back the fear of God in your life. That is what Elijah has done. But the world is looking at him as a troubler. But heaven is looking at him as a prophet of fire. A man of God. Let me tell you something. You just have to make a decision, children of God, who have given, committed your lives to serve the Lord, that I just want to make Jesus Christ proud. As long as Jesus Christ is proud, I don't care who is not proud of me. As long as Jesus is proud of me. Jesus was proud of Elijah, but, Elijah but, but Ahab was not proud of Elijah. May you seek to be, I said, may you seek to be popular in heaven, but you can choose to be unpopular in the earth. All these names, people have made names here on earth. Everybody knows them. TV stations know them. Mention their name anywhere. Everybody knows them. But heaven doesn't know them. It, the whole earth is clapping for them and celebrating their achievements. But Jesus is, is saying, where and what achievement do they have? In heaven, when God looks down, they got nothing. I pray that shall not be your portion. In the name of Jesus. So as I conclude, the last one. Everybody turn your Bibles to the first book of First Kings. Twenty-two six. Till I tell you to stop. First Kings, twenty-two verse six. Everybody. First Kings chapter twenty-two verse six. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about four hundred men, and said to them, "Shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to fight, or shall I refrain?" So they say, "Go up, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king." And Jehoshaphat said, 
Is there not still a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? So the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is still one man, Micaiah, the son of Imelah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him because he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, let not the king say such things. Can you repeat that scripture at the whole church? Praise the name of the Lord. So the people rather call a prophet who will prophet lie. There you go. So the king of Israel wanted to only invite prophets who will say something that is comforting, even if it's not from the Lord. So how many of you have heaped up preachers who are telling you things that are making you comfortable but making the Holy Ghost uncomfortable? So he says to Jehoshaphat, already the king of Israel even has a preconceived idea. Tell your neighbor, a preconceived idea that this prophet hates him. There is no prophet who hates you. But just be ready for the truth. Tell your neighbor, be ready for the truth. This Ahab just didn't want to hear the truth. That is why he, he perceived, or oh, he had the notion that this man, Micaiah, hates him. Can you continue reading? Verse 20, verse 22. Mm. No, 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 no. You haven't gone that far. Verse 9. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Bring Micaiah, the son of Imlah, quickly. The king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, having put on their robes, sat each on his throne at a threshing floor, at the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets prophesied before them. Now Zedekiah, the son of Kinana, had made horns of iron for himself, and he said, Thus says the Lord, With this you shall gore the Syrians until they are destroyed. And all the prophets prophesied, so saying, Go up Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for the Lord will deliver into we deliver it into the king's hand. You can pause right there. We are still continuing. So there was a particular prophet by the name Zedekiah, a son of Chinana. Praise the name of the living God. The Bible said he even made horns. <laughs> Praise the name of the living God. Have you seen preachers who even bring evidence? Praise the name of the Lord. But it's full of emptiness. The man had horns of iron. You know, they prophesied to you with symbolism, but it was full of nothing because God was not in it. Hallelujah. So there are some people who are very dramatic. They have given you ties as a mantle. Point of contact. But full of nothing. Because God is not in it. So verse 13, let's continue. 
Let's pay attention, church. We are about to finish. Verse 13. Then the messenger who had gone to call Micaiah spoke to him, saying, Now listen. The words of the prophets with one accord encourage the king. Please let your word be like the word of one of them and speak encouragement. Listen. They are now seducing Micaiah. When people know that you are authentic, they try to seduce you to, 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 to speak the way they speak. You know, everyone speaks with an accent in America. You know? In order for you to sound real, you gotta have one. Twist your tongue until you bite it. We can twist our tongues. We just choose to be real. Praise the name of the Lord. We just choose to be real. I'd rather that everybody understands me than bite my tongue. Hello. We don't speak the American accent. <laughs> I'll call Madrin for you. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Hello. So Micaiah was now being seduced. Everyone is prophesying victory. Please also, in other words, they are trying to cheat the exam for him. Please don't go, don't, don't go, don't, don't speak otherwise. We already know, if you know the outcome, then don't call me. Who told you to inquire from me what God is saying? If you already know what he's saying, that he said victory, don't, don't come to me. If God already spoke to you that that is your husband, why are you coming to me saying, God, what is pastor saying? You know, the Lord, you start with the word, the Lord showed me. That this is my husband. What do you think? You already said the Lord showed you. Who am I? To question the Holy Spirit. If the Lord showed you, then walk with your head up high. And go on your journey. But if you want guidance, come and say, Pastor, I'm in love with this brother. Every time he turns, my heart turns. When he goes to the bathroom, I go with him in the spirit. I carry him in my spirit. You tell, just tell, it is natural to fall in love. Wilson didn't tell me that God showed him. He showed me, Pastor, I'm in love. It is natural to be in love. Don't never where, where love is, don't put the spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't put the spirit. Don't spiritualize love. Don't spiritualize emotions. I've seen spiritual people, let me tell you, they pray so hard, but when emotions kick in, they become so foolish. <laughs> never, never, never play with love. Love is a strong force. It is a strong what? It can position and reposition and disposition. Love is such a beautiful thing. And love is human. Love is acceptable before the almighty God. You know, there are people who come to you, God has spoken to me, so and so is my husband, and you look. But you know, they say, God, maybe me, I'm seeing wrong. Why should I even advise them? So you let them walk their journey. The Lord said, two years they come, (laughs) Pastor, you know what he did to me? Sometimes not even two years. That is why last week I was telling you about that yoke. I know more and I know better. That yoke will never allow you to be properly submitted. It will always lie to you that you are, you, you are sharper than your pastors. 
You are a sharp shooter. You are a sharp shooter when you can't even scan who to, you can't even discern who to marry and not to marry. You are a sharp shooter. I don't want such a sharpshooter who can sharpshoot in Wilson's life but can't sharpshoot in their lives. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's be real in here. That yoke has brought so many people down. Yeah? You go to a pastor. God spoke to me. He showed me. This is, and let me tell you, and one year you're out of the marriage. Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter can shoot, sharpshoot. In Mr. Nick Semakula's house, but can't sharp shoot in his foundation. They can't sharp shoot in their background. They can't sharp shoot in the environment and in the atmosphere. What are you sharp shooting? What are you sharp shooting? If you can't discern that there is a projection. I've been seeing someone enchanting accidents. Praise the Lord. Me, I told you, you can't take me down. No. You go down. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. We are not lying. Even Jeremiah told them that they were waiting for me to stumble. They were doing what? They were waiting for him to stumble. But Jeremiah said, but the Lord is with me like a mighty terrible one. I want to submit to everybody that God is with me like a mighty terrible one. Amen. You will carry your evil load of accident yourself. You go on those crutches and a wheelchair yourself. You go in the nursing home at a young age yourself, not me. Hmm. The Bible says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Do you know what that means? It doesn't mean that the weapon will not be formed. They will form it, but it shall not prosper. It shall not accomplish its purpose. It shall not fulfill its agenda. Whatever you are looking for from someone getting an accident, it will not happen to them. Because God is with them like a mighty, terrible one. Praise the name of the Lord. God is with us like a mighty. Terrible one. Say to your neighbor, God is with me. God is with me. Like a mighty, terrible like one. Mighty, you keep on running naked and sending for charms in Uganda to see that I get an accident. You will get it yourself. As sure as the Lord is our God. You will get it yourself. You go on clutches yourself. You go in a wheelchair yourself. Yes, because whosoever diggeth a pit, they shall fall, they shall in, fall in it. it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Even this morning I said, I fire back, I fire back. It shall surely land in the camp where it came from. It may take some time, but it's coming. It's still gaining momentum in the spirit because I don't send it back with the same force you sent it to me. I send it back with a hundredfold strength. So it's still gaining momentum. It's coming, it's coming. And it's going to overtake you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And destroy you, not anybody in this place. I didn't choose to tell you about this. But my daughter went and gave the testimony. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I am intact. None, none of my things are lacking and they are not about to lack. Mm. The Bible says they came to check and nothing was lacking. Nothing was missing. Praise the name of the Lord. 
So we know. We see. Hello? We see and we do what? We, we know. know. I started praying against the thing. Which week? And every conspiracy in the realm of the spirit that our driver's licenses should be canceled, let that conspiracy also backfire in the name of Jesus. No driver's license will be tarnished. No driver's license will be canceled in the mighty name of Jesus. I bring all your driving records and licenses and qualifications under the blood of Jesus. No weapon from the against your driver's license shall prosper. That is our inheritance in Jesus' mighty name. Started praying for this thing a long time. Which week? Was it two weeks ago? Even this morning. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, pray, don't fear. God is with you like a mighty, terrible one. Let's go back to 2 Kings 24. Then the messenger who had gone to Micaiah spoke to him saying, Now listen, the words of the prophet with one accord encourage the king. Even you got, you, if they encourage them, why are you calling people to discourage you already got what you need. Why are you calling people to discourage you? God has, if you're confident that God has already spoken, what is causing you to bring another preacher? If you're confident you had God, why? Praise the name of the Lord. So they tried to entice Micaiah to have the same language as them. Please let your word be like the word of one of them. Tell your neighbor, my word is different. Because my source is different. Some people are tapping from, 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 from divination sources and demonic realms. And they want me to tap from there and also bring. I download only from the throne room. The only place I download from is the throne room. Tell your neighbor, I only download from God, not the devil. I don't download from divination spirits. Can you continue? Verse 14, and Micaiah said, As the Lord lives, whatever the Lord says to me, that I will speak. Then he came to the king, and the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to war against Ramoth Gilead, or shall we refrain? And he answered him, Go and prosper, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. Verse 16, so the king said to him, how many times shall I make you swear that you told me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? Listen, Micaiah was also trying to lie because he had been warned. There are some people who can put you on the spot and they are forcing you to give them a prophecy. Like one woman walked in my office. Actually, I didn't have an office then. He told me, she, she came to me and she told me, the, the reason I give these examples is that you get it. I'm not trying to, to tarnish anyone's name. There's a lady who came to me a while ago. People told her, that one can, can prophesy. So she started coming to church. So with time, she got close to me and she told me, the Lord told me I am going to marry this, soul, this man of God. This man of God is very popular in this city. I won't say the name. So I said, oh, the Lord said? I said, yeah, I even confirmed through a pastor in London. I even bought the wedding dress. I said, okay. I haven't seen it. So she said, you know, you need to tell me. Because all the other people, I told her, if you, they've told you, why, why do you need to tell, why do you need something from me? They told you. 
you said God said. But I said I will not prophesy what I have not seen or heard from the Lord. So the lady pressed me and pressed me. And when I refused to prophesy, she left. I said, bye. You're not going to corrupt me. Praise the name of the Lord. And to make the, sh short sto the long story short, it's been about almost 20 years. Hallelujah. That man of God is married with three kids, but he's not married to her. But she bought a wedding dress to get married to him. She is still single with her single self. I know more and I know better. Continue. Verse 17, then he said, I saw all Israel. Let's go back to 16. So the king said to him, how many times shall I make you swear that you tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? Verse 17, then he said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, these have no master. Let each return to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, did I not tell you? He would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. You see, the reason why you have a perception that I'm not going to tell you something good is because God has already communicated to your spirit. Because God is holy. You already have that perception because it is what God is saying. I don't have any good news for you, my dear. I don't have good news. That's why you have the feeling. So this man, deep down his gut, he knew. You see, some people are doing some things, but deep inside their hearts, they know the truth. This man knew the truth. Verse 19, then Micaiah said, Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, not the word of a man, but the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, all the hosts of heaven standing by, on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will persuade Ahab to go up that he may fall at Ramoth Gilead. So one spoke in a manner and another spoke in that manner. Verse 21, everybody. Then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. The Lord said to him, in what way? So he said, I'll go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, you shall persuade him and also prevail. Go out and do so. Therefore, look, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets of yours, and the Lord has declared disaster against you. Listen, some of you actually are so blessed. I believe that this man, Ahab, is so blessed. By the time you fall prey in the hands of the Lord, you fail to listen yourself. This prophet said, God has put a lying spirit he, in the mouth of all your prophets. But still, he couldn't hearken. He couldn't listen. And some people who read these scriptures, they know how to mix them up and say, God, can God tell lies? So God tells lies. Listen, it was a lying spirit. When the devil knows your weakness, he will use it against you. If your weakness is to look for prophets and just to find out what is God saying, what is God saying, when he wants to set you up to go down, he'll put a lying spirit in the mouth of the prophet. 
So some of you who are acting like that is because your foundation has an altar of idolatry. You know idolatry? They consulted other gods. So it, you can be in the church and it's looking for you. You go from one, when you hear there is a prophet there, you run. When you hear that, you run. When you hear the prophet is there, you run. When you hear there, you run. Every time you hear of a prophet, you want the prophet to prophesy to you. I want to submit to everybody, you are the prophet of your own destiny. Rise up in the morning and prophesy to yourself. Stop looking for prophets to, to prophesy to you. A prophet only comes to confirm what God has already told you. So everything you need to know, God has already told you. Even Ahab, God had already told him. But he didn't want to hear it from somebody. That is why they were rejecting the ministry of Micaiah, the prophetic ministry of Micaiah, unpopular in the earth realm, but popular in heaven. This man could even sit everything around the throne of God, and you can't even honor that. What kind of yoke is sitting on your life? You honor the wrong people and dishonor the right people. Ahab respected all the other prophets, but the one who was right, he disrespected him. Listen to what even happened. 25. Verse 20, 25, and Micaiah said, Indeed you shall see on that day when you go into the inner chamber to hide. So the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and return him to Ammon, and the governor of the city, and to Joash the king's son, and say, Thus says the king, Put this fellow in prison, and feed him with bread of affliction and water of affliction. Put him in prison. There are many ministers, they are in prison because of speaking the truth. There are many believers, you are persecuted, oppressed and depressed because of the truth. The enemy is after you because you are still on course. All the other prophets were not on course. And after they prophesied, they deserve to go in prison. Who deserves to go in the prison? The one who tells lies. Why should somebody who is preaching the truth go to prison? There are so many preachers who are preaching the truth and they are in financial prisons. They are in prisons of obscurity. Their ministries are so small, yet they are so powerful. Let me tell you something. It's because of the thing that I'm preaching about popularity in heaven but unpopular in the earth realm. Why should a man who is saying the truth go to jail? Why not all the other prophets who lie to Ahab? But God knows how to vindicate his own. Tell your neighbor, God knows how to vindicate. You will not stay in prison forever. Amen. Joseph did not die in prison because our God is a vindicator. This is a night of vindication. As we are going to petition God tonight, we are going to ask God to vindicate us. Vindicators, they have lied a lot about us. They have backstabbed us. They have said this and that about us. So many things that are unpopular about us, yet the Lord is a vindicator. May God arise as a vindicator tonight. Everybody, you need to cry to God, vindicate me. Enough is enough, vindicate me. Acquit me, O oh God, of all these charges they have brought in the courts of heaven against me. It is time for you to be acquitted. Rivers of Life Assembly, he says it's time for your acquittal. Hallelujah. It is time for your acquittal. 
and something is about to happen that will justify everything that they called a lie. Something is about to happen. It's about to happen in the community. It's about to happen in the state that is going to vindicate this ministry, that is going to vindicate our mandate, that is going to acquit us. In the presence of the liars, in the presence of the oppressors, you are about to be acquitted. Say, it is my night of acquittal. If you believe it, say yes. If you believe it, say yes, Lord. I'm ready to be acquitted. I have suffered in silence. I have eaten the bread of sorrows for a long time. The Bible says, put him in prison. Feed him with the bread of affliction and the water of affliction. Enough is enough of the bread of affliction. Enough is enough of the water of affliction that we have taken. Now we need to eat from the heaven's tables. We need to dine with kings. Our time of acquittal is now. Rivers of life are assembly it is time for us to be acquitted so they put Micaiah in the prison but Micaiah said if I ever if you ever return in peace the Lord has not spoken by me so the next scripture says Ahab dies in battle and the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat I will disguise myself and go up in battle but you do not put your robe so the king of Israel disguised himself and went into battle even if you disguise yourself, but a sword is looking for you from above, it shall find you. Ahab tried to disguise himself, but still the sword found him. Judgment found him. He was not wearing the robe of his kingship. But let me tell you something. It's not the robe of his kingship. God knows your identity. God knows your address. God knows your DNA. Even if you don't wear the robe of your kingship. He knows. Praise the name of the living God. So the Bible says, now the king of Syria commanded the 30 captains of the chariot saying, fight with no one small or great, but only with the king of Israel. So it was when the captains of the chariot saw Jehoshaphat that they said, surely it is the king of Israel. Therefore they turned aside to fight against him and Jehoshaphat cried out. And it happened when the captains of the chariot saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. There is a battle, but the enemy has a target. If you don't have a target in your prayer life, the devil had a target. The devil went into this battle not looking for anybody, but the king of Israel. There are people that the devil is not looking for. He's looking for men and women of destiny. He's looking, that one with, he's looking for that one with the crown. He's looking for that one with the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon their lives. He's not looking for those, who, those heads that don't carry oil. He's looking for heads that have oil. There are people who have heads which don't have substance, but there are people who are carrying grace. Those are the targets of the enemy. That is why when they entered the battle, the Syrians said, Look for, don't fight with anybody. Don't waste time. Remember, the king of Israel those days was the what? The priest. He was also the what? The prophet. He had three titles, church. Are you Bible readers? So he was the judge. Don't look for anybody. Look for the prophet. Look for the priest. Look for that one that is carrying grace. There are some people, attacks come in the house and they don't touch some people because they were targeting the ones who are carrying oil. You know, everybody got coronavirus except me. 
maybe they were not targeting people who, who don't have grace. They were targeting people whom the devil was scared of. As long as the devil is not scared of you, you are not a target. But if you're one of, one of the ones that are putting his kingdom in turmoil, morning, noon, and night, sending back bazookas, overturning altars, say, I am a generation that overturns altars. I am a generation of them that break altars. I am a generation of them that seek God, the God of Jacob, not the God of Ekron. So the Syrians had a battle plan. Ask your neighbor tonight, do you have a battle plan? You came to the overnight, but do you have a battle plan? Do you have a battle plan? The one you came to fight against has a battle plan. He's looking for kings. How many of you know that we are kings and priests before the Lord? If you're not carrying a kingly anointing, you are not a target tonight, but he's looking for those carrying the kingly anointing. You may look like a nobody, but you are carrying greatness. Hannah looked like a nobody, a barren woman. That's all she looked like, but she did not know she is the mother of the greatest prophet of Israel. Greatness. Some of you don't look powerful, but you are powerful. And I want to submit every, to everybody under the sound of my voice, you are a powerful person. You are a power to reckon with. You are a power. Every member of this ministry is a power to reckon with. You are mighty. You are powerful. That is why you are, you are part of this great mandate. That is why you are part of this great commission. This commission only carries people who are powerful. We may not be so many, but let me tell you, this is Gideon's army. So small, but taking down champions. So small, but bringing down giants. So small, but bringing down beasts. So small, but destroying the dragons and the crocodiles and the cankerworms and the caterpillars. This is a Gideon's army. So small, yet so powerful. Don't let anybody despise you by size. God is not looking for quantity. He's looking for quality. This ministry carries, carries quality. Everybody who is sitting here, you are quality. You are quality. I see value upon you. I see grace upon you. I see great mantles upon you. You are a Gideon's army. He doesn't need 300, but he needs just 30,000. And the battle shall be won with the few, not with the many. So that the glory can stay unto the Lord and not unto the quantity. You can say that, you know, oh, we were so many, that's why we, we God used us in Mokono. No, it's quantity that, it is quality that works in this place. It is quality at work in Rivers of Life Assembly. It is quality. It's not quantity. There are many people who are so minded, they've not done, God has not used them to do things like that. No. Because it's not about quantity. Tell your neighbor, it's not about quantity. It is about quality. I'm a Gideonite. Somebody say, I am a Gideonite. I look so small, but I take down champions. 
We look so few, but we target nations and subdue them to Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. I don't hear you, church. So if you did not come with a plan in the overnight, the enemy has a plan. Mm. Which is your favorite basketball team? I believe the Celtics. One of the tactics on how to win a game is when they have a game plan. You have to have a game plan in order to win a match. Even if you are a good player, you are a champion, but you don't have a game plan, it is, it is vulnerable that you'll be defeated or it is necessary that you experience or you shall suffer defeat. Not because you don't know how to roll that ball, but you lacked a game plan. Tell your neighbor you need a game plan. You need a battle plan. You need a financial plan. You need a, a prayer plan. You need a plan. Don't enter into battle planless. You need a battle plan. Tell your neighbor you need a battle plan. In Israel, they had battle plans. They never used to go to battle without first sacrificing. That was a battle plan. Some of them, they never went into battle before they inquired of the Lord. That is a battle That is a strategy right there. Ask your neighbor, what is your strategy? If you don't have a strategy, the enemy has a strategy. If you're not organized, the devil you are attacking is very organized. So organize yourself. So the adversary went into battle, but he had a plan. He had a Somebody talk to me. He had a He had a plan. He had a strategy. And what was his strategy? We can also copy some of these strategies. Because some of you, you suffer to find, go fighting servants when you should be fighting the giant. You know? You go for the baby demons. Look for Goliath. And take off his head. When you take off the head of Goliath, all the people under Goliath shall run. Tell your neighbor they will flee. So strengthen yourself. Tell your, your neighbor, man up. Tell your neighbor, man up. And go for the giants. So these people, they said now, a certain man drew a bow at random and struck the king of Israel. Hallelujah. And struck the king of Israel between the joints of his armor. So he said to the driver of the chariots, turn around and take me out of battle. I am wounded. The battle increased there and the king popped up in the chariot facing the Syrians and died at evening. The blood ran out from the wound onto the floor of the chariot. Then the sun was going down. A shout went out from the army saying, every man to his city and every man to his own country. So the king died and was brought to Samaria and they buried the king in Samaria. Then someone washed the chariots at the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked up the blood while the chariots bathed according to the word of the Lord that he had spoken through Micaiah. Praise the Lord. So do you think Micaiah stayed in prison? I'll leave the rest for you. So when you're unpopular in the earth realm, but popular in heaven, the battle is bad for a while. It cannot take you down forever. 
So you better not give up. Tell your neighbor, don't give up. I know you have been eating the bread of affliction for a long time and the waters of affliction for a long time. But truth will always prevail over lies. Tell your neighbor that truth will prevail. As you rise to your feet, say, I am going to prevail. I am going to prevail. I say this a night of acquittal. There are some people who have been suffering in agony. It is time for your acquittal. It is time for your vindication. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the liar will be exposed. And the one who is telling the truth will be will be prevailing. Let somebody lift up prayer in this place and cry unto the God of Israel to vindicate you. Say, Lord, my God, I thank you because you called me from the matrix of my mother's womb. I am not a mistake in the earth realm, oh God. I am not an accident in the earth realm. My existence is not a curse. My existence is not a problem. Forgive me for when I've regretted my my existence. I know that I exist for a purpose for such a time as this. My Father, my God, tonight I lift up prayer, asking for mercy and forgiveness, for grumbling and complaining when things did not go the way I expected them to go. But tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus, I am crying unto you for mercy. Everybody cry unto the Lord for mercy. You are the Lord that called me out of the matrix of my mother's womb. Remember me and give me not over to the will of my enemies. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let the blood of Jesus sanctify me. Let the blood of Jesus wash me clean. Lord, you did not make a mistake when you did not make my mother's, my mother's womb my grave. You are a just God. You are a faithful God. Therefore, I lift unto you, I lift prayer unto you, O God, the God of all flesh. Unto him there is nothing that is too difficult for thee, O God. I make my supplication unto you tonight. Lord, enough is enough of the affliction. Lord, enough is enough of the lies. Enough is enough of the hatred. Enough is enough of this disfavor. Therefore, we lift up our prayer unto thee, O God, unto you that hear us prayer. Lord, we lift up our prayer unto thee, O God, that thou shalt hear our cry in the heavens above and answer our prayer and answer our cry, O God. Lord, we lift up our sighing before you, O God. Arise and vindicate me, O God. Arise and vindicate us. Vindicate us in the camps of the enemy. Vindicate us on every evil altar where they have taken our names. In the name of the Lord Jesus, arise and vindicate us, Jehovah. Arise and vindicate us, King of Kings. Arise and acquit us, O God. In the name of Jesus, you said even the lawful captive shall be delivered. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my God, arise. Deliver the lawful and the unlawful captive. In our midst, O God, arise tonight we pray in the name of Jesus uh, that you deliver us. Uh, my God arise tonight uh, and vindicate us. Uh, acquit us of all those charges uh, they have brought against us uh, in the kingdom of darkness. Uh, my God arise and acquit me. You are the God that acquitted Moses. Uh, you are a God that acquitted Joseph. Uh, arise and acquit us oh God. Uh, arise and acquit us oh God. Uh, arise and acquit us oh God. Uh, acquit the ministers. Uh, acquit the ministries. Uh, acquit oh God every minister 
that was under judgment, that was under persecution and oppression. Oh God, arise and acquit us tonight. By your presence, acquit us, oh God. Vindicate us, oh Jehovah, my God. You are a God of justice. You are a God of mercy. Arise and acquit us. Arise and vindicate me. Say, Lord, vindicate me, I pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus, a Lord has been said and done against my person, against my character. Lord, my God, arise. Vindicate me, O oh God. Vindicate me, O oh God. God of Jeremiah, God of Micaiah, arise and vindicate rivers of life assembly. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let the truth of your word prevail. Let the truth of your word prevail in rivers of life assembly and in our lives. Let the truth prevail. Let the truth prevail in the community. Let the truth prevail concerning us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let the truth prevail. Let the truth prevail. Let the truth prevail over darkness. Let the truth prevail over lies. Let the truth prevail. The truth prevail in the days of Micaiah. Ahab died in battle and he had to be brought out of prison. Now that your people, now that your people have seen what you spoke through them, my God, let there be a vindication. Let there be an acquittal in the name of Jesus. Let there be an acquittal. Let there be a vindication over rivers of life assembly. We receive divine vindication. We receive divine acquittal from the heavens above, from the throne room of the almighty God. Let there be supernatural acquittal. Let there be divine acquittal in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let there be divine acquittal. Let there be divine acquittal. Lord, we petition you to acquit us. Acquit us of all those charges that have been brought against us in the courts of heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let us be acquitted, O God, in the name of Jesus. For you are the God of truth. You are the God of justice and mercy. Acquit us, O God, in the name of Jesus. You are a God who is incorruptible. You are a God who is incorruptible. You are the incorruptible God. You cannot be corrupted, not even by a seed, not even by money, not even the idols, not even by sacrifices. My God, arise, vindicate us by your authority that cannot be questioned, oh God. Vindicate rivers of life assembly. Vindicate us in the camps of the enemy. Vindicate us on the evil altars where they have put us. Vindicate this ministry, oh God. By your power, vindicate us, oh God. Vindicate me, Jehovah. Vindicate my children. Vindicate me, King of glory. Vindicate my calling. Vindicate my ministry. The ministry of Micaiah was vindicated. The ministry of Micaiah was acquitted. My God, let my ministry that has been captured, that has been imprisoned by the liars, my God, by those in authority, let my ministry be acquitted. Let my ministry be vindicated in the name of the Lord Jesus. Some of you, you are powerful ministers, but the enemy put you in prison. I pray for your acquittal. Let God acquit your ministry, your prophetic ministry, your financial ministry, your apostolic ministry, your teaching ministry, your music ministry that was, was imprisoned. Let it be acquitted tonight by the power in the name of Jesus, by the authority of Jehovah God. May God acquit you from those ancestral prisons in the name of Jesus. Let God acquit you from the ancestral courts where they took your name, where they took your picture and they passed judgment over you. Let God acquit you of every judgment. Let God release you of those charges, charges that have been brought against us in the realms of the spirit. I pray for divine acquittal. Let all those charges be dropped 
in the name of Jesus, charges that have been brought against us because of preaching the truth, because of preaching the truth, because of speaking the word of God the way it should be spoken. Let those charges be dropped tonight in the name of Jesus. Let those charges they have brought against me in the spiritual courts of law, let those judges be dropped. Let those judges charges be dismissed by the power in the name of Jesus. Let every charge they have brought against rivers of life assembly in the realms of the spirit. Let those charges be dismissed by the power in Jesus' name. Let those charges be dismissed. Let them be dismissed by the power in the blood of Jesus. By the authority in Jesus' name. Charges that have been brought against rivers of life assembly. Against our pastors. Against the members. Against the ministers. Let those charges be dismissed tonight by the power in Jesus' name. Let those charges that have been brought against us. Brought against the ministry. Because it's preaching the truth. Because it's saying the truth. Because it's not intimidated to say the word of God that is as it is. My God, let those charges be dismissed. Every charge brought against us in spiritual courts. Let those charges be dropped in the name of Jesus. Let those charges be dropped. My God, tonight by your authority and by your power that cannot be questioned. Let there be a vindication from the presence of God in the name of Jesus. My God, arise. Dismiss those charges. Dismiss every charge. Dismiss every charge that was brought against us in the name of Jesus. Every charge against us in the spiritual courts of law, in the spiritual realm. Let those charges be dismissed. Let those charges be dismissed in the name of Jesus. Let those charges be dropped because let the truth of God Almighty prevail over us. Let the truth prevail. My God, vindicate us where they have imprisoned us. Vindicate us where they have mocked us. Vindicate us, oh God. Vindicate us, Jehovah. Vindicate us, Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for divine vindication. We pray for divine recompense. In the name of Jesus, let the truth prevail. Let the truth prevail over darkness. Let the truth prevail over fears, over lies, over sabotages. Let the truth of God prevail. In the name of Jesus, my God, every power, every spirit, every evil personality that has been pointing fingers against us, let those fingers be roasted by the fire of the Holy Ghost. We open fire upon evil fingers that are pointing at us, pointing against us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let every evil finger pointing at rivers of life assembly, let it wither by fire in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ipala da sando, repala go sando, repala gasando, leporo go sanda, leporo go sanda, ikalabasanda, that evil finger that is accusing us. Let our accusers go down in the name of Jesus. Let our accusers be cast down. Let our accusers go down in the name of the Lord Jesus. Like Ahab went down in battle. Let our accusers go down in the name of Jesus. Let the accuser of rivers of life assembly international be cast down in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let our accusers in the realms of the spirit, the accusers of my person, the accusers of my anointing, the accusers of my ministry, the accusers of my calling, let them go down by the power in the name of Jesus. For it is written, the accusers 
accuser of the brethren was cast down. Let every accuser of this ministry be cast down. In the mighty name of Jesus, be cast down. By the power in Jesus' name, be cast down. The God who cast down Ahab, let that God cast down our accusers. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Magadala Sando, Legodolo Sando, Regodolo Sanda, Legudele Sende, Brogodolo Sondo, Mogodobo Sondo, Bogodobo Sondo, Bogodaba Sanda, Legudele Sende, Zegodele Sende, Zegodele Sende, Somebody tarry in the place of prayer, Shemono no Sotoya, Shemono Nikataya, Kamene Nikotaya, Kemene Nikataya, that evil finger that is pointing at us, we command it to wither, in the name of Jesus, wither, by the fire of the Holy Ghost, wither, Ikala Bosondo, Rekele Bosondo, Zikala Basanda, my God acquit us, you are the God that acquitted, acquitted Micaiah, now acquit us, oh God, acquit the prophetic ministry upon my life, acquit the prophetic call upon my life, acquit the seer's mantle and anointing upon my life, Lord acquit it in the high places, acquit it in the cities, in the nations, Lord acquit it in the community, in the name of the Lord Jesus, bring that prophetic ministry out of captivity, out of prisoner. My God, every ministry that was imprisoned because of speaking the truth, because of saying the word of God the way it is. My God, my Father, arise in the fullness of your power. Bring that ministry out. Bring it out of prisoner. Bring it out of captivity. Bring it out of sabotage. Bring it out of obscurity. In the name of Jesus, arise, oh God. Announce the ministry upon my life. Announce the ministry upon Rivers of Life Assembly. Announce the prophetic ministry upon us, oh God. Announce it to the nations. Announce it to the community. Announce it in the neighborhoods. In the name of the Lord Jesus. After Micaiah was out of prison, his ministry was announced. My God, his ministry went to another level. Lord, take us to another level. Let the ministry upon our lives be acquitted, be vindicated, and let it be released into new supernatural dimensions and measures. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that we shall operate in the supernatural like never before. In the name of Jesus, make it the best. Bregedele shete, bregedele shete, regodala shata, ragodolo shoto, brogodolo shete, brigadaya shata, bragadaba shata, bragadaba shata, brogododo shete, brigadada shata. Tonight I'm acquitted by the power in the name of Jesus. I receive divine acquittal from the presence of God in the name of Jesus. We receive divine acquittal in the name of Jesus. Let us be acquitted. My God, acquit us. Acquit us, oh God. Acquit us, oh God. God. Let those charges uh, that have been brought against us uh, in the kingdom of darkness, uh, let those charges be dropped. Uh, let those charges be dismissed uh, by the supernatural power in the name of Jesus. Uh, let all those charges uh, they have brought against this church, uh, they have brought against this ministry in the realms of the spirit, uh, in the community, in the dark world, uh, let those charges uh, be dismissed uh, by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Uh, let those charges uh, be dismissed, uh, be dismissed uh, in the name of Jesus, be released. Ikayada zando, rokola da zanda, rokolo do zondo, brokolo do zondo, brokola da zanda, brikala da zende, rekelu de zende, mekelu be zende. People pray for the ministry upon your lives that has been imprisoned, that has been sabotaged. This night tonight, we pray for the vindication, we pray for the acquittal of the prophetic call, of the apostolic call, of the pastoral call upon our lives. In the name of 
Jesus. My God, acquit my ministry that has been imprisoned. Acquit my ministry. Acquit it, O God. Acquit my prophetic ministry. Acquit, O God, the ministry of God on the inside of me that has been imprisoned because of speaking the truth, because of not, not, not speaking like other prophets. My God, acquit that ministry in me that has been imprisoned. Acquit the grace of God upon my life. My God, acquit acquit the glory of God upon my life. My God, acquit your calling upon my life that has been imprisoned, that has been captured. My God, arise. Vindicate us. In the name of Jesus, arise, oh God, and vindicate me. Arise, oh God. Vindicate rivers of life assembly. Vindicate women of solution international. Arise and vindicate us. Arise and judge in our favor. In the name of Jesus. Mayana da zende, mayana da zende, riyelele zende, riyele bo zende, riyala bo zondo, kobala bo zondo, kobala bo zondo. My God, my God. Lemolo bo zondo, mololo bo zondo. Those of us who are popular in heaven, Lord, let us become popular on earth as it is in heaven. So let it be here on earth in the name of Jesus. On earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus. On earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus. We pray that as it is in heaven, so shall it be here on earth. In the name of Jesus. Those who are popular in heaven and unpopular here on earth as it is in heaven. So let it be here on earth. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let the right prophets, let the right apostles, let the right pastors gain popularity. Let them gain momentum. Get them, let them gain popularity for the sake of your expansion of your kingdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your influence that was in captivity, let it be released. Let it be released. In the name of Jesus. Our influence that was captured, let it be released. In the name of Jesus, let it be released. Let it be acquitted. Let it be vindicated. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My God, arise. Vindicate us tonight. Vindicate us, Jesus. Vindicate our children. Vindicate this household. Vindicate this sanctuary. People pray. Pray for vindication. I see people being vindicated. I see judgment going in your favor. I see the tables turning around in our favor. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let the tables turn around in our favor. In the name of Jesus, let the speech of tables turn around in our favor. Academic tables turn around in our favor. Prayer tables, let them turn around in our favor. Financial tables, let them turn around in our favor. In the name of Jesus, let the tables turn around in the name of Jesus. Because authority is changing hands. Power is changing hands tonight. In the name of Jesus, power change hands from Ahab to Micaiah. Let power change hands from the camp of the enemy into our hands. In the name of Jesus, let finances change hands. Let governorship change hands. Let the kingship change hands tonight. In the name of the Lord 
Jesus. We command the kingship to shift from the hands of Saul into the hands of the Davids of this generation. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let there be a shift. Let there be a shift. Let there be a shift. I declare the shift is on. Power is changing hands. Ministries are changing hands. Keys are changing hands. Children of God, keys are changing hands. The key is changing hands. The keys are changing hands. Let the keys change hands. Wealth is changing hands. I see wealth shifting from the camp of the wicked into our hands. Wealth is shifting hands. I see a shift. I see a shift. I see a shift in our minister. Let there be a shift. Angels are shifting things. Opportunities are changing hands. I see opportunities changing hands. In the name of Jesus, I command opportunities to change hands. In the name of Jesus, I command the wealth to change hands. In the name of Jesus, I command mantles. I command mantles in the wrong hands to shift. In the name of Jesus, in the gosondo, 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 gosondo. The voices that were despised are becoming the most important voices. Voices are changing hands. Voices are changing hands. The authority in the voice is changing hands. The voices that didn't matter are going to matter. The voices that were unheard, they will be heard in the name of Jesus. The voice of Micaiah was heard in the name of Jesus. Any power that had muted your voice, I command that power to perish in the name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy had died, whatever the enemy has captured is being loosed by the power in the name of Jesus. I see mantles falling. I see case coming in people's hands. I see opportunities coming into people's hands in the name of Jesus. I see favor coming into your hands. I see favor shifting hands. I see money changing hands. I see wealth changing hands. I see authority changing hands. In the name of Jesus, let there be a shift supernaturally. In the name of Jesus, for a people who are at the bottom, we rise to the top. People, we are rising to the top. We have been on the bottom, but the voice of God has become amplified in our camp. They shall say, surely, the Lord is with them like a mighty, terrible one. They will say, surely, we have seen the presence of God work among them. Palala bosondo, palala bosondo, ricolo bosondo, rokotala sende, rekutele zinde, I see things happening, people of God. I see light coming in your life. I see the light of God shining upon you. I see the light of God arise and shine. For your light has come. Rivers of life assembly, arise and shine. For your light has come. Arise and shine. For your light has come. Arise and shine. For 
your light has come. We receive our light. We receive our light. In the name of Jesus. We receive our light. We receive our light. In the name of Jesus. And we arise. And we shine. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say I arise. And I shine. I take my light. I claim my light. In the name of Jesus. I take my light. I claim my light. In the name of Jesus. Mezuga boshene. Brozo do boshine. Megedebeshende brele medeshine. Limoro doshine kemeludeshine. Limoro doshine. Limoro doshine. Lift up your hands. Your time has come. Your time has come to go to the top. Your time has come to sit on the throne. Your time has come for you, for you to be heard. Your time has come for you to be respected. For you to be honored. For you to be celebrated. Your time has come for you to be celebrated as an authentic prophet, as an authentic ministry, as a ministry where God is moving, where God is working wonders. Your time in the dungeon is over. It is time to come and sit on your throne. It is time to arise and shine and sit in your throne in the name of Jesus. You'll be mesmerized by the growth. You'll be mesmerized by the growth that is going to happen in this ministry and how it's going to happen. There is an overhaul of people. There is an overflow of people. An overflow. An overflow. So lo moromokoso la moromokote la murmakate la maramasa la maramasa people lift up your hands the glory of god is in our minister he says keep doing my work i have been watching i have been watching i have been watching now i have come to accomplish i have come to establish i have come i have come to crown and to establish my power upon this house ikalayo soko ikalayo soko there are people that God is making powerful voices in their generation. There are people whose voices are receiving impartations of fire. Let the fire of God enter into your voice. Your voice will be heard. I said your voice will be heard. Your voice will not be suppressed. Your voice will not be sabotaged. Your voice shall be heard. Spirit of the living God, amplify your voice in their lives. Amplify your voice, oh God. Build up your hands. The kingdom is changing hands from the hands of Saul into the hands of David. The kingdom of God is changing hands right now. My God impact them. My God impact them. My God touch them with your fire. Shabababababa. Prophet satanic back. Le papa. The mantle has come back. The mantle is coming out of captivity. The commando that have been persecuted, that has been imprisoned, is being restored by the power of the Holy Ghost. I release.
divine restoration, restoration of the mantle. Mokopopo, 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 Mokopopo. Restoration is happening right now. Every ministry that was in prison is coming out. Is coming out. God is vindicating people. God is vindicating your ministries. God is vindicating your voices. God is vindicating you right now. God is acquitting people. Your eyes that were taken, they are returning. Shaiko, your eyes that were captured, that were imprisoned, they are returning. They are returning. He's giving you the eyes of the ego. Mokopa, Mokopa, Mokopalapa, Mokopalaka, Mokopalaka. Sharpen their eyesight again. In the name of Jesus. Ministries that were swallowed up by the powers of darkness, they are being vomited. They are being vomited. Whatever was swallowed up by the powers of witchcraft and sorcery, whatever was swallowed up by evil kingdoms of this world is being vomited back into your hands. In the name of Jesus, whatever has been taken is being surrendered back into your hands. Take it in the name of Jesus. Take back your mantle. Take back your authority. Take back the power. Take back the keys of the kingdom that were taken out of our hands. We take back the keys of the kingdom of God that were taken out of our hands. We take back our mantles. We take back our authority. We take back the glory. We take back the mantle, the anointing in the name of Jesus. So monokovasai. Let grace be released. So bodokopataya. So bodokopasaya. Let the judgment of the enemy be repealed. Let the judgment of darkness be revoked. Right now in the name of Jesus. Zovolo boshete. Zuvala bashata. Brogololo shete. Brogololo shete. God is restoring people. Put up your hands and yield to the Holy Ghost. Lemono tobasaya. Libra latubasaya. Zabrada talakaya. Labala talikaya. Rabagatalakaya. Wherever they buried us. We are coming out in the name of Jesus. Whoever was buried, whatever was buried is coming out. Your ministry is coming out. Your voice is coming out of the grave and out of the tomb, out of the dungeon. Every stone that was on your voice is being rolled away. The stone that was on your voice is being rolled away. It's being rolled away in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the stone that was placed on your, on your, on your mouth the stone that was placed on your tongue that you may not speak the word of the Lord let the stone be rolled away in the name of Jesus let the stone that was placed on your prophetic ministry let it be rolled away let it be rolled away in the name of Jesus let it be rolled away Jesus roll away every stone that they had put on her not to speak the word of the Lord now in the name of Jesus let the word of God begin to burn in you like a fire in your bones that you will not be able to contain it in the name of Jesus, yeah, 
bobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobob